I'm going to tell you about a conversation I had earlier today with my father. It happens to be with my father, but I have this conversation with people all the time in various forms. So it's not particularly about my father. He says, you know, Josh, you have this single-minded focus on the environment. Other people balance things. You know, we, don't, we, we balance this with, with that. It's not just one thing. I said, what are you talking about? I, don't, I balance things just like everybody else. And he goes, you know, if I want to fly, one of the factors is that I want to see my grandchildren. So he's talking about my sister's kids living on the other side of the world right now. Well, they're my nephews. So I say, do you think that you love them more than I do? And he kind of backs off the single-minded thing at this point, realizing that there's issues here between me and my dad, but there's also this deep misunderstanding that people look at what I do and they, they see the behavior and they just presume the intent underneath that somehow all that matters to me is this abstract environment thing. Of course, I love my nephews. Of course, I want to spend time with them. I'm balancing just like everybody else is, but I'm factoring in what's coming out the back of the jet. I'm factoring in the science that everybody reads. I mean, this nation has been not valuing science education, so we're very scientifically illiterate, innumerate, but the writing on the wall is very clear that we're polluting the world and they're going to be in this world a lot longer than I am because they're younger than I am. They have a lot more to live. I love them and that is why I'm trying to preserve the world. I'm trying to influence people to live by the values that I believe that we all share of clean air, clean water, clean land. The difference between me and everybody else is not that I have different values or that I'm single-minded and have no ability to see outside the environment. Of course, I see the same world. Everyone is balanced by their values. I'm acting on values that I think people have but would prefer to sweep under the rug because they prefer to not think about these things, to think of who's affected by the consequences of their actions. When you look at the numbers, the projections that show billions of climate refugees, or some, I think the UN projects something like a billion climate refugees, something like 9 million people a year die from pollution. 9 million people a year. The Atlantic slave trade was something like, that was like 10, 20 million people. The Russian gulag was, I think, 18 million people. Pollution is huge. It's not like this little thing. I love my nephews. I miss them, and I want to see them. That's not the only consideration. I'm not single-mindedly into the environment. I don't understand. I mean, I guess I do kind of understand. One thing I say a lot in leadership, everybody thinks that they themselves are balanced and that other people are not balanced. Like, wherever you are on the political, political spectrum, say that Newt Gingrich is to the right of you. A lot of people say, oh, he's way off to the right. I'm balanced. Well, Newt Gingrich... I don't know the guy, but I presume he feels himself balanced as well. He doesn't think he's off in the right wing. I mean, if he thinks he's off in the right wing, he still thinks there's people to the right of him and that he's balancing things. The difference for me, in, at least I'll speak just in my own terms, is that like anyone, I'm constantly balancing my values. The difference is that I try to move in the direction that all the indications of nature say this is the safer way to go. When I move in that direction, I find that I'm glad that I've done that. And I find new role models who also are doing what I'm doing, or more so, and I follow them as well. And I find that it makes my life better. I try. For most of my life, I didn't. When I found that flying New York, LA round trip warmed the globe about a year's worth of driving, before that, I could have looked that up any time, and I didn't. I kept myself willfully ignorant because I didn't want to know the answer. I didn't want to know how much my behavior was hurting other people. I was living actually unbalanced at that time because I was willfully ignorant.
once I found out, I felt I had to change and cut down my flying. As a result, it's improved my life. I do miss my nephews, seeing them in person. But I believe that when they grow up, or as they grow, they will find Uncle Josh considered how his behavior affected others. And he did his best. He did not simply just keep living as he had before, before he had that information. My dad, I don't want to get into details, he's living by the same values, but he's living by the values of a world before we knew global warming was happening, before we had put so much emissions and pollution into the environment. And he's not changing, even though the world is changing. There's value to going places. There's value to flying. That was true 50 years ago. That was true 100 years ago. But the world has changed. Do we not factor in? How do we factor in global warming? Or do we just simply come to the same conclusions we did before? How do we factor in the pollution, what we're doing to the world? Or do we simply say how we chose in the past, we'll just keep choosing exactly the same no matter how much the world changes? I got to think we have to change. We have to change our balance if the world changes. Anyway, I just wanted to point out I balance my values just like anyone. I used to love the results of flying. I used to love visiting North Korea and visiting six continents and things like that. That was great. If there was a jet that ran on rainbows and unicorns and magic, I would fly that jet probably, but that doesn't exist. And I choose to balance how my behavior affects others. I mean, I don't know anyone who would take a cigarette, inhale on it, and then blow it into a baby's face but they would fly around the world. And the amount of pollution coming out of the jet is so much greater. It's incomparably, it's probably millions of times greater than what comes out of a cigarette, but it's not directly in the baby's face, but it's hugely more impacting. And yet people would not do the cigarette thing, but they would do the airplane thing. Here's another thing that I ask a lot of people. Imagine you had an option. Here's two choices. One is to fly a jet to wherever you want in the world. It's just regular as it would normally be. Option two is it's a special magical jet. This special magical jet will take you to where you want to go, just like the first jet. Everything's exactly the same, except for one thing. It uses half the amount of fuel, but the way that it uses the fuel is you have to take that half the amount of jet fuel and pour it into the river yourself, and then the plane flies magically. So option one, you pollute as normal. Option two, half the pollution, but you got to pour it out into the nature yourself most people respond that they would rather fly regular. They'd rather not face their pollution. As long as we separate it, people don't see it. And then they say that I'm extreme because I have a single-minded focus on the environment. All right, so this is on my mind today. I've been meaning to record this for a while, in particular because I wanted to share with my nephews how much I think about them and how much I miss them and how much thinking about them leads me to act in stewardship, to steward this beautiful world for them.